Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Special. I'm your host, Tim Williams. I'm joined this week by Chris Lynch via phone. He's on the road for the holidays. Usually, you know, lots of people are, or at least he's on the road for Thursday. Yeah, I'm uh, heading heading down uh, back to Connecticut pretty shortly. And uh, I'm I'm down in Cape Cod for right now, just taking a few days for myself and then heading back to see family in Connecticut for the holidays. So. Don't have my laptop with me, so this will make do. All right, yeah. What we're going to be doing this week is going through. There are a few things that, if you look at the college hockey landscape, other than the lack of teams, and we'll get to that at certain points, that will stick out at you as troublesome. Like the fact that Air Force, a school that's based in Colorado, is in the Atlantic Hockey Conference with a bunch of schools in the East, and and where Alabama Huntsville is in a conference with the Alaska schools, and it just seems odd. So you kind of want to realign things, especially because now Arizona State doesn't have a conference. They don't seem, for whatever reason, to want to go to the WCHA. You just kind of want to move things around. I'd, I'm sure you've noticed this before, Chris. Oh goodness, yes. Uh, it's it's a major bother for uh, uh, for a lot of people because realignment that took place from between 2011 and 2013 was a major overhaul of the college hockey world, and there were some things that were pretty good and gotten right. I think the NCHC is a very good conference. Uh, Hockey East and the UCAC turned out okay at the end of all of it. And the Big Ten, for all the belly aching complaining about the creation of the Big Ten, it is an awesome conference. And I'm sure Notre Dame is very happy that they uh, uh, get to be a part of that. But we didn't get everything right uh, with alignment. And uh, there still are plenty of changes to be made out there. During the week, I took the liberty of drawing up my own college hockey landscape and trying to fix the various problems I see throughout college hockey at the moment. I noticed that there are a bunch of conferences with either odd-numbered teams or not enough teams. For example, the NCHC is a great conference. It only has eight teams. It would be nice if it were a little bigger. The Big Ten only has seven teams. And they had had to add Notre Dame just to get the seven. So one of the things I targeted was trying to get every conference to an even number. And that includes a 12th Hockey East team, which is a problem because when I looked at all the conferences, the thing that stuck out at me is, to me, 
Hockey East and the ECAC are essentially perfect. I, I didn't want to mess with them in any way. I really like both of those conferences and how they're set up. I agree, especially with the ECAC. I think the only conference that should remain completely and totally untouched right now is the ECAC. Um, I think all the teams there make sense. All the teams there have historic beefs with each other. All the teams there make sense. So we're not going to touch the ECAC. We're, we're agreeing to that right off the bat here, right? Yeah, I don't intend to touch the ACAC. I, I I think it's perfect the way it is. And unfortunately, that does that does mean not adding any of the other Ivy League schools that don't have hockey programs, at least for the moment. And when I talk about adding programs, I'm not talking about anything realistic. But, you know, it's the holiday season, and I was thinking about how, how I was going to explain these teams just getting programs. And I thought, well, what about next Monday they just wake up and have a hockey program under their tree? That is that is wishful Christmas style thinking, and I'm not opposed. I'm just I'm not opposed to that kind of wishful thinking, but you do have to be realistic and go. Yeah, it doesn't make all the sense in the world. So the more I think about uh, the ECAC, if anyone were to join, I would say restart the hockey team at the University of Pennsylvania because uh, I used to have a team there and it's defunct now but I would restart that or add a team at Columbia. Those are the only two places where I would even consider starting one. Columbia especially because I think you need to try and get college hockey in New York City. I think that sport in that city and market would work perfectly. But I think you could only pull it off if you bring both of those teams into the fold. You can't have have just one to them and make an odd number of teams. So it's not realistic, but that's what I would do if I were to do anything to the ECAC. Well, we can't talk that much about realism if we're going to add teams in general to anything. It's just wishful thinking and it's just having fun with the landscape because I think every college hockey fan that has time on their hands will do that when they look at the standings. They'll just think of who's missing. You look at the regions that particularly that have college hockey and are strong with college hockey, you wonder why some of these schools don't have programs. And I address them in that. And also, it's a lot easier to create conferences for people like Alabama, Huntsville, and Arizona State when you can just decide that schools have programs. So we're just playing around with that. But I think as part of the premise, we could just use the, the holidays as, as an excuse for how that would happen. Works for me. Though, uh, if we're on the wishful thinking bandwagon, Syracuse, Syracuse, get a hockey team. Please, this makes way too much sense. Although, there is some internal politicking within, like old-time politicking within the city of Syracuse versus the university for why the college hockey team there never happened. But uh, Syracuse, hockey team, please, now. That would, that would be great. It's the school that makes the most sense. It's the one that stands out the most as absent because it seems that the that upstate New York has so many teams in college hockey and so many very good programs with history. And it seems like Syracuse and, and also Buffalo almost seem to be missing from the picture. And 
and then you look at the Big Ten, and there's no Northwestern. There's no, you know, and there's no Purdue. There's a school in Indiana that has hockey, but it's Notre Dame, and it's and that's the only one there. So it it's just a thing to play around with. But yeah. just starting off with what I what we would change, I guess you need to add a 12th Hockey East school. There are only 11 now that Notre Dame's left, and you want the even number for various reasons. It makes for an easier playoff structure. Mm-hmm. So Hockey East would need to add a team, and we've both agreed not to mess with the ECAC. So how do you get Hockey East a team besides just gifting it to a school? I would move Holy Cross into Hockey East. Well, they have some historic I'd... rivalries there. Yeah, you keep everything in Massachusetts. Uh, Holy Cross geographically makes sense because Holy Cross and BU are in the same conference for every sport except hockey. There's already uh, internal rivalries between them and BU. And you get the Catholic school rivalry between Holy Cross, Merrimack, Providence, and BC. So you're getting some internal built-in rivalries and you're keeping everything in the state. So that does bring up the question of if you were to dilute the uh, Hockey East market more than it already has been. But I don't think there's another team that makes sense. because You've already done this once moving UConn from the Atlantic to Hockey East, and that's going very well. Uh, I don't think there's another team that you could move as easily from the Atlantic, because I don't think American International would go over well, nor would Sacred Heart. Uh, nor would Army or RIT or Canisius or Niagara. I really think Holy Cross would be the best fit. And that would, uh, well, that would uneven the number of teams in Atlantic, but then I would make it, well, I'd make a trade then. I would move, just switch Air Force and Huntsville. What? I actually have a solution for Huntsville, and I guess I can go into that. It would be the okay. Southern Hockey, the Southern College Hockey Conference, or SCHC. All right, uh, we're keeping with the traditional format of uh, of uh, acronyms for these things. So, it's who else? It's hard to figure out conference names because all the other ones, besides the Big Ten, and I'll get to them later. I, in my realignment, there is no Big Ten, so that gets addressed. But they don't have creative names. As much as we love these conferences, they don't have great and creative and catchy names. Even Hockey East, it, it rolls off the tongue a bit, but it's kind of it, it's it's pretty generic in its own right. They're not they're not the most well named conferences. So it was almost difficult in naming these things. And then you realize that they're all just acronyms for where the schools are. Yeah, that's fine. We don't need the most uh elaborate names for any of this stuff but uh so who else would you add do we want to stay on uh on my suggestion of holy cross for a moment and what that means for the rest of the atlantic or uh do we want to jump into huntsville i can go into my suggestion for who the 12th hockey east school would be because i had trouble with that i had a lot of trouble just trying to get them to 12 i I guess you're right, but I didn't want to add another Massachusetts school. They have so many schools that are already in the conference. I thought Northern New England isn't that well represented. They have the state schools, and that's about it. But then I got to a lot of trouble with who that other school would be. 
Um, there aren't many large schools in northern New England. The best nominees I could come up with were Southern Maine, which is not a large school, but is about the next largest school in northern New England that doesn't play hockey as it is. It's about as big as Dartmouth. And by the way, congratulations to Dartmouth on a bizarrely surprising weekend. Way to go. Yeah, that was weird. I mean, good on them. I watched the highlights of it afterwards. And I think Denver got a big lead and then went into a turtle shell. And any team will do that, but it's just quite incredible the way that uh, they fought back. So good on them for getting a major, major upset. And the only other northern New England school I could even think of that, and it, it's a small school, is St. Mike's because it would almost fit the Merrimack profile. It's up in the St. Michael's. Yeah, St. Michael's College yeah. in Vermont. It's it, it's it would be quite a stretch. It's a school of about twenty two hundred, so it it's smaller than Merrimack. It's smaller than almost any school that has a hockey program, but I was trying to be creative and trying to get a school that's not in Massachusetts to add and that isn't just as obvious as our, our Rhode Island. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not sure what I think about, uh, about adding St. Mike's. I'm not sure that that place would work. I'm not sure that the school makes that much sense honestly especially to put yourself in that kind of direct competition with UVM which UVM is the school up there so to put yourself in that kind of uh, direct competition might not seem the smartest idea for me I'm taking a look at uh, schools with American Collegiate Hockey Association teams like successful club teams and the one New England school that might really make some sense is URI. They have a successful ACHA program, and they would make for a very natural rivalry with Providence. Yeah, yeah, that's that's always been one of the um, the choices for who the twelfth hockey school could be. I guess yeah, that that would make sense. So so. If you were to move Holy Cross, you mentioned moving Holy Cross and out of the Atlantic, that would leave a gap in the Atlantic. And the way I have things aligned, it's already going to be missing some schools because Air Force is going to be part of a different conference that I'm going to create, much like the Southern Conference. Oh, we're going to create a new conference for Air Force instead of having them either join the NCHC or joining the WCHA? They would join Arizona State's new conference. Okay. I can see that making some sense. But, yeah, so... There's already a gap. I would fill that gap with Navy and George Washington. Hmm. So you would put into the Atlantic, if we're moving Holy Cross to Hockey East, and moving Air Force out to create a brand new conference out west, you would put teams at Navy and George Washington. Do I have yes. that right? Correct. Okay, that makes all kinds of sense. Navy has actually hosted a Frozen Four before. They provided the staffing that hosted the 
2009 Frozen Four in Washington, the one where BU came back against Miami. So they have the staffing. They've done stuff like they've done hockey stuff like this before. That would make for a very natural rivalry with Army, and uh, would fit in pretty nicely. George Washington. Uh, I don't know if that would work at that school, but I guess you need to add someone else there. So uh, hopefully there's a millionaire in D.C. who can make that happen. Well, well, that's it. I wanted to get a larger market involved, and I thought since you're adding a team in Annapolis, might as well add one in D.C. It's right there. Would you so add a one? A rival to add to that. And, yeah. a, you know, it adds a team that Navy could play a home-and-home. I'll agree with that, but uh, would you consider instead of maybe George Washington adding Georgetown? Because that seems like a, a more higher profile name for a school, just in, in general. So I, I know that they have a premier basketball program already, and that might make things a little bit difficult, but I always wonder about whether or not Georgetown uh, would work as a hockey school. It makes a lot of sense. I generally, when I looked at schools, I strayed away from ones with strong basketball programs because winter sports would be competing. Yeah. I looked more to, uh, when I looked for higher profile schools, I looked for schools with football programs that are well known, but not necessarily basketball. And I'll get to that when I get out west quite yeah. a bit. What about adding Maryland? If we're thinking of adding schools in the Big Ten, then Maryland almost makes sense if we want to add add teams there and if we want to add local rivalries for Navy or GW or Georgetown. Well, you know what? I'll give you a moment on that because like I said, my particular realignment, the Big Ten doesn't exist. So that's, that's the way I would draw things up, but that's just me. So I'm going to give you a moment because there are plenty of fans of Big Ten teams out there. How would you fix the Big Ten, realign, or add to it and get it to an even number of teams, maybe a larger conference? Well, I don't think you need to get rid of the Big Ten. In fact, I think for the natural setup of these teams with Notre Dame, Ohio State, Penn State, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Michigan State, I think those are all great hockey schools, and it makes sense that those schools are playing against each other. I love the setup. I love the history of the rivalries between those teams, and I think that makes all kinds of sense. So I would keep the Big Ten together, and I would add teams. So that so we've got seven teams there. So we need to add three schools uh, from the Big Ten in order to uh, start playing. So first, I would add a team in Maryland. Because I think that's an untapped market, and I think D.C. is a pretty good hockey market. I would then add Northwestern, because the Frozen Four in Chicago was a smashing success. Chicago is a great sports city. Northwestern is a great sports school. And I think hockey would work out very well in the Windy City. So I would add a team there. Then I would either add... Rutgers, or I would add, this, add a team in Nebraska. Now, Rutgers, so that you could get into New Jersey and get into, uh, get into that part right near New York, so maybe we could start adding some teams in the 
most densely populated market in the United States. Or Natural I would Princeton. Exactly, yes. Or I would add a team in Nebraska because Omaha, Nebraska has to go a lot of different places and they're a successful unit in a very not traditional hockey market. And you need someone else to develop, even if it's not an in-conference foe, you need someone who's in pretty close to that geographical area who you can play big-time games against. So just for the sake of having another D1 team in the state of Nebraska, I would put one at the University of Nebraska. I like that you're thinking about out-of-conference rivalries as well as in-conference rivalries, because I thought a fair amount about that when I was doing my particular realignment. And that's why I ended up breaking up the Big Ten, because North Dakota and Minnesota not playing each other in the same conference just seems weird. So <laughs> in in my particular scenario, the NCHC would immediately add Wisconsin and Minnesota. Then they would walk away from the table, thank everybody, and they have a 10-team conference. Hmm. Notre Dame would go to the WCHA, which is similar to them. They can bust to most those teams. The WCHA will end up losing some teams here. Um, the Alaska schools are going to a Western conference, to the new Western conference. Or, or I would say a Pacific conference. Yeah, I guess it would be a Pacific conference. Yeah, I, I don't. Again, I I didn't come up with great names for these conferences, so we can always, when I get to those, debate it. And here's here's one I will round out: the Great Lakes Hockey Association, GLHA. Okay. I like that. that. Will take away Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan State. So there are the remaining Big Ten teams find a home. Pitt, Syracuse, Northwestern, Marquette, because not only in the college hockey world, but in the hockey world in general, there's an odd hole in Milwaukee. That should be a hockey town, shouldn't it? It should be, but the sports market up there is really dominated by basketball and football. Marquette is an old-time college basketball force, and the Green Bay Packers basically run the state of Wisconsin. So it makes sense that hockey never really had an opening there, but I could see hockey working in Wisconsin. I mean, the Badgers do pretty well at the University of Wisconsin for hockey stuff, so I could see that working. And to round it out, Buffalo and DePaul. So Syracuse gets a natural rival in Buffalo. You have representation in Chicago. In fact, mm-hmm. that ends up touching a bunch of large markets. It touches Chicago, Pittsburgh, and a bunch of former Big Ten or schools that are in the Big Ten and every other or in every other sport. Mm-hmm. I guess I wouldn't try to blow up the structure that we already made because i think the structure we have right now is pretty good i do agree with creating just one conference that's the pacific conference i could definitely see the benefit of uh the great lakes setup and with putting uh minnesota back into the same conference with north dakota because those schools have been warring for ages 
but I guess I'm not totally on board with blowing up a conference that, for all its faults and all the issues that it has caused in the system of realignment, I really think that the Big Ten is actually a, a great conference. I would just fill it out a bit more. It's the conference to watch this year, and that's with all due respect to a fantastic NCHC. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree with that. Uh, flush out your idea of the Pacific Conference a little bit more. So you would move the two Alaska schools out of the WCHA. We'd put, we'd put Arizona State and Air Force in there. But we got to add some new teams in there as well. So who else would we put them out there? UNLV, who would also be the host school for the, for the conference tournament, because it would have to be in Vegas. Very down for that. All right. Fully agreed on that. What's next? Colorado. Boulder. Yeah. Boulder how is, how is, yeah, there you go. Boulder should be there. And there's a natural rival in conference for Air Force. You now have four Colorado schools who can play each other in, you know, a an out of conference kind of thing. It yeah. makes all the sense in the world. Boulder's one of those schools that, like I said, when you look at the current landscape, who's obvious and who's not there? And Boulder's pretty much one of the big ones. They're up there with Syracuse, really. Yeah, I uh, I absolutely agree with that. Go on with USC, because again, I was looking for a school that's high profile, that has a big football program, not necessarily the biggest basketball program. Sometimes they'll make a push, but they're they're always going to be overshadowed by by UCLA in their market and. They're, they're a school that I think could add hockey. L.A. has proven that they can get behind a winning hockey team, and they certainly are a great college sports town. So I think they would make a lot of sense in this particular conference. Also, USC's hockey uniforms would be beautiful. Yes. I, I would be very down for seeing, for seeing those uniforms. Colorado's might be a little bit bland, but I could get behind. Uh, I could certainly get behind them having one. And I could definitely get behind USC being a thing. Okay. Notre uh, Dame, USC, in hockey. We just just to see those two teams play in hockey would be a lot of fun too. Uh, yes, um, absolutely. Every single language in which you could say yes, I'm I am absolutely signing up for that. Okay. Um, and I yeah. fill out the conference with BYU, Washington, okay. and Boise State. Okay, Washington makes the most sense to me. BYU is kind of interesting because they have an occasionally successful basketball program, but football is their big thing. And Boise State is kind of out of left field, but it represents a part of the country in which there is right now uh, no college hockey. So I'm kind of down for that. And the, the, um, the northern states, of which Idaho is one, have proven – that they can show a real love for college hockey. Those states that, that are up there near the Canadian border. I know Boise's way to the south of that state, but those northern states, those states up there on, on the map, they've done really well with college hockey in the past. So. Mm-hmm. so I'll just very briefly throw out a school that doesn't have anything. How about the University of South Dakota? We've got one in North. And it seems to me as though we could actually, you know, get more rivalries in region 
and get more teams in region. So we could do something with that. I end up in my new 12-team WCHA. Oh, oh the WCHA got jobbed in the last realignment. They really did. They were a proud conference that had all sorts of national titles and prestige, and they lost some of their – a lot of their cachet, really. So yeah. I had to add to that conference. I had to get them stuff. I already said Notre Dame would end up there with the broken-up Big Ten. So they're, okay. they're adding Notre Dame. They've lost the Alaska schools. So I would add South Dakota and South Dakota State. And another one of those, how are they not already in the college hockey world, North Dakota State. Yeah, I don't know how they're not in. How about Northern Illinois? It's well in the geographic profile. Home and homes with Notre Dame. Yeah, that seems a little bit random, but honestly, I'm kind of cool with that setup and uh, putting them out there. And then finally, there's the Southern Conference, because Alabama-Huntsville is all alone on the college hockey map. I was going to say, we've uh, we've taken care of every other hole that we've created for ourselves, except for Huntsville. Uh, involves so, a lot of additions. Yeah, I was going to say, so this is the Southern Collegiate Hockey Association, or, or Southern Collegiate Hockey Conference. Yeah, right? Whichever. Yeah, the, the Southern Conference, basically. All right. Alabama Huntsville, South Florida, because Tampa has proven it is a real hockey town. It loves the lightning, and when you go to those games, they're not just there to see a team that's great. They they cheer when a hockey crowd's supposed to cheer. They're not just there to watch hits. It it's really something to see at Amelie Arena. So I would put USF in here. I think they belong on the college hockey map. That would be a good foil for a Southern Conference. And for someone they can have home and homes with, there's Florida Gulf Coast, who has a very proud ACHA program. Mm-hmm. And they'd, that, they'd actually probably be the easiest transition because there's a rink that's near enough by that you could use at least as an early transition and you could pop in pretty quickly to a pretty decent hockey market. And USF could use a winter sport. Their basketball program is not particularly notable, and they're in a conference with some very notable schools, so they're not going anywhere for a long time. It seems like they have mountains to climb in that sport, so they need a winter sport, so that would be an obvious fit for them. Speaking of NHL towns that have really proven their might, how about Vanderbilt? Had some Yeah. There, there's a city that really showed it in the last playoffs, particularly in the NHL, that Nashville could support hockey in a lot of forms, and I think college is one of those. Agreed. Just for the internal structure and adding teams in Vanderbilt, they'd be the most interesting because Vanderbilt doesn't actually have a separate department of athletics within the university. Athletics are just treated as a part of student life. So they'd be the most interesting in terms of how you bring them in just for the university structure, but you could definitely make it work out, out, in, uh, out in Nashville. 
I think they would particularly enjoy the way the NHL does its draft. I think because of the unique setup at Vanderbilt, that somehow they would work well with college hockey and the unique setup there. Absolutely. I mean, the only issue with them, and this is the biggest issue with a lot of these places, is just either finding or building a rink. But you could certainly do that. Or for off nights, whenever the Predators aren't in town, you could use the downtown rink in Nashville. So it's something that you could do until you get a real on-campus place. And Vanderbilt, I know a few guys who go out there, they would show up. And they would pull for their team at Vanderbilt. So that school on its own makes perfect sense. I think that's the end of us thinking in practical terms, because now it's, again, going to have to be just schools that could possibly find an arena and a hockey program under their tree next Monday. Um, Appalachian State, Middle Tennessee State, University of Central Florida, Tulane, and FSU. Okay, so Central Florida, Tulane, and State, uh, Florida State, by those programs being kind of feasible. Everything else is wishful thinking. I, I like the wishful thinking, but I'm just fully acknowledging that every other place is wishful thinking. Yeah, it was hard to get to 10 teams. I've, I've got to admit, it was really hard to get to 10 teams. Central Florida's in there because they're a perfect rival to South Florida. They're a rival in every sport already with South Florida, the war on I-4 continues outside of football. So they are, they would be continuing a rivalry. Granted, a rivalry with a name I just don't like myself. I think they could, could use a better name for that rivalry. But mm. a rivalry nonetheless, it's one of those that actually continues across the multiple sports as opposed to just the football-only ones. So that would make an obvious foil for them. Tulane, really, at that point, I was just rounding stuff out. Um, New Orleans would be an interesting place for anything. Why not? Uh, yeah, not a hockey market, and I almost don't care. So uh, we'll just we'll just go with whatever they've got. I would I would offer that if you're going to bring in Florida State, why not bring in the Gators? I thought about the Gators. Again, I shied away from schools with basketball programs. I also thought about Jacksonville University because they're a small school that in a lot of ways would fit the profile of some of the schools that have had hockey programs traditionally. But in other ways, they're a school that's athletic program is dominated by one sport and it's Jacksonville's true game and it's golf. Yeah. Thanks all the sense in the world. They have a great golf program there, and I think that's kind of just what they do. So I I shied away from the Gators mostly because of their their basketball program and what Billy Donovan brought them to continue. Makes sense to me. Besides, it would have been nice to put them in the same conference with Florida State for once. They've never been in Florida State's conference. Yeah, mostly I just want those teams to start beating on each other because, uh, you know, rivalries are fun and those schools despise each other. Yeah. I guess Florida would probably fit better in the conference I've made here in Tulane would. It would be uh, kind of absolutely. a hype for everybody because they have mostly, like, 
Tennessee and Huntsville's in the northern part of Alabama, very close to Tennessee. So you could have, and a lot of it again was based on if we're going to build conferences, completely fake conferences for these teams, they should be able to get on a bus and have a lot of home and home weekends. Yeah. And what about Huntsville will what? now be able to do that with all the Tennessee schools. Um, and all the Florida schools can do that with one another as well. And Tulane doesn't really fit that. So, yeah, I guess I would replace Tulane with Florida. What about adding another team in uh, in the state of Alabama, either the Crimson Tide or in Auburn? Well, Alabama does have an ACHA program. They do. They have a club hockey team that, that has a tradition, so. Yeah, they would be they a fit could, in a lot of ways. Yeah, they could make for a, a pretty natural jump. So I would just, instead of adding Tulane, and if you have your concerns about Florida, I would add Alabama. Also, they have the – they're a Division One program that has the financial wherewithal to be able to do this. And they have a basketball program, but they're a football school. First, last, and everything in between. So yeah, they they would fit that profile of football schools without a basketball program. No, which is also why Tennessee's on here. That they've, you know, they they had a couple of years under Bruce Pearl, and that was about it. Their women's basketball program, of course, is as proud as as you can be. Of course, I mean you're only competing with uh, Stanford and UConn at the level that Tennessee is at. In, in terms of women's hoops. And I can't even wrap my mind around what adding all these schools would do for the for women's hockey and the landscape of women's college hockey, which we talk about the men needing more teams. The women need more teams and then some. So and, and in fact they could use the they could use getting North Dakota back. That was that that still doesn't sit right with me. So I, I just wanted to take that moment to to apologize to anyone that's following this and thinking well, if you added men's hockey, you'd have to add women's hockey because of Title IX. That's true. You would have to add yeah. women's hockey. And I don't know where you'd put these schools. You'd just make conferences or something. I don't know. Yeah, no one here is disputing uh, that you need more women's hockey teams because it's very stilted. All the complaints about uh, how the men's game is centered in New England and parts of the Midwest, that is even more so the case in the women's game. It, it's dominated by one conference. Of course, that one conference is their WCHA, where almost every, the ECAC has two national titles, and every other national title was won by a WCHA school. Yeah, we're still waiting for a hockey East team to win uh, a national championship in uh, in 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 that uh, that world. So it's a shame to see, but. Um, I'm just taking a look at some of the other ACHA. These are Division One ACHA teams that would make some bit of sense. Of course, Alabama has one. The University, if we're interested in adding Pacific teams, the University of Arizona also has a very good ACHA team. Well, and that would, of course, be perfect for Arizona State. Agreed. I think that you could add them in pretty easily, and you could uh, you could make some pretty good stuff out of that. The Navy also has one, so that goes along with your 
earlier suggestion. And um, uh, Syracuse definitely oh. has one. Syracuse does. So you know the one that uh, I'm noticing and that I think makes a lot of sense to add? Pittsburgh. Yes. Yeah, I'd, I have them in that new Great Lakes Hockey Association that came out of the ashes yeah. of the Big Ten. What I did to the Big Ten. Is this just your being not biased in favor of the Big Ten? Or? You know what? I came into it thinking I've got one person that's helping me out with this, and you're from a hockey school as well. So we're both thinking like people from Boston that have the hockey bias. I wanted to get as far away from that as I could and start thinking about those Midwestern schools that got jobbed in the last realignment and got the short end of the stick and thought, all right, if I'm going to do a realignment special, my realignment would be their revenge. So that would create the improved WCHA with Notre Dame and all these pilot schools at South Dakota and North Dakota and South Dakota State and Northern Illinois and reinstate the old Minnesota and North Dakota rivalry. Fill out the NCHC to 10 teams, because if if there's one small conference that de- that deserves 10 teams, and I mean small in terms of how many teams are in it, it's the NCHC. They, they only have eight teams, and they're all excellent. Yeah. What, do you need some teams to just be terrible in the otherwise great conference? No, I would like 10 excellent teams. They just didn't. And when I'm talking about adding schools, if you're trying to imagine what this would do, and you're imagining of what this landscape would be like, whatever conference I'm putting them in, imagine they're all about the same level. So I've got Air Force and the Alaska schools in Arizona State's conference. So all of those schools would at least start on about that level. So it would be competitive. At least that's, you know, if they're just getting these kind of gift hockey programs from a billionaire slash St. Nick, then it would be one competitive with whatever conference they're in. That's at least my yeah, that, logic when I was writing this down on paper. Mm-hmm. That makes that makes sense, and I'm I'm down for that bit. I guess if I were to do my own realignment, uh, the last round of realignment blew up the old structure, and I guess it's been too recent for me to want to blow it all up again, especially as fans are just getting settled in. I understand how the WCHA got robbed and they do need to get they need you need to revamp and rework the WCHA immediately. I'm just not sure I'm down for revengeance in uh in this sense. So I would just reshape it and I would uh rearrange the teams in it, add new teams. I wouldn't destroy the Big Ten. I would fill out the Big Ten and the NCHC, and I am down with creating a new Southern Conference and a new Pacific Conference. If anything, just so we could fill out the rest of the nation. Well, without a Big Ten, you could take a Great Lakes sort of conference and take some of the Atlantic teams and maybe redistribute them so you have room to add more city schools because you mentioned wanting more large more large markets and a revamped Atlantic could add, for example, maybe Seton Hall, St. John's, and Drexel 
which would get New Jersey, New York, and Philadelphia neatly in their neatly in their market with a Pittsburgh school and Robert Morris. Yeah. What about Fordham? Yeah, Fordham would fit in that as well. Mm-hmm. And Hofstra, we can't forget Long Island's very proud hockey history. Which, by the way, the Islanders have finally gotten approval to move back to Long Island. It's about time they don't work in the Barclays Center. So Long Island is actually getting their hockey team back at the pro level. I, I'm very happy to hear that. Yeah, the voting came down today. Uh, today we're recording this. Uh, we're recording this on Wednesday, just before five after the Suns have already gone down in uh, in the Northeast. So I'm absolutely down for putting a college hockey team out on Long Island as well. And I would either consider Hofstra or Stony Brook. Stony Brook, because you mentioned ACHA teams, and Stony Brook has about as proud of one as you get. Yeah, because Penn State was a club team that made the jump with some financial backing and getting a new fabulous, fantastic arena. So I wonder if it makes all the sense in the world to add teams that uh, could make the kind of Penn State jump. Well, that would be, like I said, in a, in a version of what I would do that doesn't involve the Big Ten getting destroyed. You could take a lot of the northern, the farther north um, Atlantic schools and move them into this conference with Syracuse and Buffalo and suddenly have room to add a couple of schools on Long Island, a school in New York, a school in Philadelphia, maybe use that new building for your semifinals and final on Long Island. And suddenly the Atlantic is a more interesting conference than it was, because that's, if you're going to play around with this fantasy realignment stuff, you really are doing it to make these conferences seem more fun in your mind. Yeah, so you're either... It sounds like we're going off of the directions of either you are completely ripping down the Big Ten and revamping the WCHA, or you're completely shifting around the Atlantic and uh, you're revamping that in the WCHA. That that seems like the two directions you can take. And I'm more online with keep the Big Ten because it makes sense for the teams that are in there, but fill it out and then fill out everything else around it. Also. I'm kind of fine with putting the big schools in one conference and putting the small schools in in a different conference because I like the uh, I like the small unit going up against the big guns. I don't know. Part of me just uh, just just likes the notion of uh, being able to take them down, like the the contenders of the smaller areas taking on the contenders in the big places. Well, that's why I like the big and small in the same conference. I think of you know we we watch enough hockey East. I think of. Um... Massachusetts Amherst and Massachusetts Lowell and the vitriol that you see in Songus Arena for those games because that's their shot. That's the if the people that go to UMass Lowell, that's their shot at the at the larger campus in Amherst. That's their chance to really take them down a peg. And you know, you mentioned adding Alabama to that Southern Conference. I could imagine Huntsville doing the same thing to this larger Alabama where everyone in that state ends things in either roll tide or something about the 
Auburn team that I'd imagine that would wear on you if you went to Huntsville. And that would make for an interesting hockey rivalry within a conference. Absolutely. And I'm sure that people who are – the reason why the Stars worked in Dallas is in part because uh, it was marketed initially as like football with all the hard hitting, but on skates and a lot faster. I think you can apply the same thing to uh, uh, you could apply absolutely the same thing to uh, to Alabama. They get football, so you get the hard hitting. It's just on skates a bit faster. Also, while I've mentioned Dallas, do you think SMU would work? SMU would work in college hockey in a lot of – in fact, there's – all over Texas, there's a fair amount of um, love for hockey. There's a lot of semi-professional hockey that takes place down there. So it, it's a place where hockey can thrive, and I would love to see college hockey down there. I kind of skipped over it in all of this because I couldn't think geographically where to fit them in with a conference that kind of skewed Pacific and another one that skewed Southeastern. It, it's kind of hard to fit Texas in unless you're the SEC and you can just squeeze Texas A&M in because there's all the money in the world. I, I don't, I don't really know how to do that, but I would love to see some Texas schools involved. I think SMU would be a good, good fit for that. I think there are plenty of schools down there that would be a great fit for that. Yeah. Do you want to try and recreate the old Central Collegiate Hockey Association? Because that got folded in the last round of realignment. So you could resurrect it and have uh, have it based in Texas. In fact, if uh, if you're down with uh, the Big Ten, then you could put one in uh, in Oklahoma. Well, they're in the Big Twelve, but uh, you could put one in Oklahoma and Texas and SNU and have teams in the real central part of the country go at it. Yeah, have a have a sort of heartland conference that would come out of the. Big Ten slash formerly the CCHA. Yeah, that would be really interesting as well. All ideas to play around with, and and always just stuff you do because with only sixty schools, as we mentioned, the college hockey landscape's a little strange at times. You look at some schools just really aren't where they look like they should be, and and then you have these these ideal conferences elsewhere where the NCHC has worked out so perfectly and hockey East is makes all the geographic sense in the world. And the, like we said, the ECAC is just about perfect. Yeah. The East, the East we've gotten pretty close to right. You just make a few changes in the Atlantic and that conference gets a lot more interesting. You need to fill in the South. You need to fill in the Pacific so that Arizona state isn't an Island. And you need to uh, fill in. It really is just filling in because there's there's no way you can do a realignment without creating new programs at new schools. Right, because of course the last realignment came about because of a, a long-standing agreement that the Big Ten had as a conference that was triggered when Penn State went to Division One, and suddenly there were six Big Ten schools that had Division One hockey programs, and this agreement ended up creating this conference. But that's what triggered all this realignment. That's what started everything. So it would have to be schools that would add hockey 
And because it's the holiday season, I was trying to think of an excuse to say why these schools would add hockey. I'm like, well, it's almost Christmas. How about just that? It works. <laughs> it works. It's the perfect time of year for wishful thinking and just randomly getting stuff. For, for, here, Santa Claus brings it. Everyone, yeah. It's our holiday uh, special. Yeah. <laughs> also, we're in the down part of the season where there just isn't any college hockey happening until the 28th. So we need something to talk about. Right. We did an expansion special earlier in the year. And at times I look back on it and I have my, my share of regrets about how, how it was handled and how I set that up. So this is kind of an, an apology, you know, a, a, a second run through with a little more direct thinking. So there's that. I think both of, I think both of these work and there's plenty of details to, uh, to work your way through it though. I will simply say that uh, if there's any millionaires or billionaires or any people who have just a whole lot of extra money laying around or have any connections to any of these schools, I hope that they're hockey fans. I've been I've been looking for a billionaire to try and pry about. So you want to get a you want to get over to USF and just give them an arena? They could use an arena. Come on, they'll fill it. You can name it I after mean, you. You want to have your name on a building, you know, it would be nice, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. How do you think everyone at Harvard feels? They just want their name on the buildings. Look at North Dakota. They'll they'll refer to it as your first name for the rest of its existence. You, know, you like your oh. first name. Put it on – put your name on the building, and it will be the that for – like the Joe Lewis Arena was the Joe, the Ralph Engelstead is the Ralph. Only if the arena is actually good, and it turns out that, and this is just off of uh, uh, general hearsay, is that the Ralph is a fabulous hockey rink. Yeah, it, it it has its reputation, and of course, the the Joe was one of the great places for the NHL for a long time, and still yeah. never got over that it didn't host a Frozen Four. Yeah, because they had it once. That's a crime. They had it one time in Detroit in 2010, but it was at Ford Field. They could try and get more people there instead of uh, hosting it at the Joe. It did get a lot of Great Lakes Invitational action, though, and that's going to start at the at the new Little Caesars Arena, which people like to jokingly call the Pizza Arena. Um, just after the break, so that'll be one of the first things we talk about when we're. And we're back and we'll be back next week with some with some previews of what's coming on a little later in the week next week but i'll be back here on puck university chris you've looked at the at at all this you've looked at the conference landscape many times is there anything else that's sticking in your craw anything else you'd change for realignment uh we've got everything i mean the most galling thing is you have to you have to revamp the WCHA so that the Alaska schools and Alabama Huntsville are not in the same conference. And you've got to get Arizona State their own school and get them more uh, more people to play with them. So I, I don't really have anything else to, uh, to add on to shuffling things. I'll just throw out that uh, for New Year's, for the 29th and 30th of December, I'm going to be at the Ledyard Bank Classic in uh, Hanover, New Hampshire. 
for the roundup of teams between Yale, Dartmouth, New Hampshire, and Minnesota Duluth. Those are the teams that I'm going to be covering uh, when uh, next week shows up. Really interesting. New Hampshire, the way they've been playing, and Minnesota Duluth, last year's finalist. Yeah, plenty of excitement to be had with uh, with all this stuff. It's 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 tournament time, and really, I think tournament season stretches from late December all the way until February, because I think the bean pot is really the last of the in-season tournaments. And then, of course, from there, there's the late-season push and then the conference tournaments. Really, this is what I tell people that are trying to get into college hockey or haven't gotten into it but like hockey otherwise and ask why they should. I ask, do you like playoff hockey? And, of course, everyone says yes, because playoff hockey is just objectively the best. So playoff hockey lasted essentially from New Year's Day all the way through April, right at the beginning of the NHL playoffs. Would you be into and that? Because that's I think what college most, hockey is. <laughs> oh, fully agreed. I think most people, once they go and they understand what's going on, they realize, oh, man, this is awesome. Can I have more of this, please? I just hope that more people from the far western schools will uh, will realize it. Not sure if it could work in any place as insane as say Hawaii, but you know, we can we can dream. I doubt that Hawaii. We already have a school in Alaska, so I think we're reaching as far as we can. Let's stick to the continental U.S. right now, but Western schools especially. It's fun to imagine Alaska versus Hawaii becoming a rivalry. Oh God, I. I you'd have to have two schools in Hawaii or something because my my pra- I, I know I can't turn off my practical brain and I realize that uh, that didn't work at all. Then again, for a while we had a recurring guest on this show, Dave Dondano, joining us from Hawaii. He's since moved to North Dakota, back where to his home there, but he had been joining us from Hawaii for quite a bit, so. So there is some there is some love for college hockey out in Hawaii from time to time, but yeah, that would be that'd be even too impractical for a list that has Appalachian State on it. Uh, yeah, let's try and keep things reasonable and include Appalachian State, Middle Tennessee State for uh, uh, for our desired college hockey destinations. See Mike's in Hockey East. Yeah, I'm just gonna go on a limb and say no. I I I wouldn't sign on to that notion. Battle of Burlington. <laughs> I mean, sure, whatever, make it happen, I guess. It's worth thinking about. So anyway, that's been the realignment special. Happy holidays, everybody. I'm your host, Tim Williams. You can follow me on Twitter at Tim Wright Sports. Chris Lynch joining us this week. He writes for InsideHockey.com. Chris, how can people find you on social media? On Twitter at CC Lynch Wall, all lowercase, and on Instagram at CC Lynch 16. Puck University will be back next week to preview the upcoming tournaments and the beginning of the 2018 calendar year as the 2017-18 season shifts over and we'll see how teams come out of break so everyone enjoy your break i hope your finals went well
This has been Puck University. Please follow us anywhere you get podcasts. Please tell a friend who likes college hockey. There is a place where you can hear people talk about it for a little while, once a week. Ladies and gentlemen, have a wonderful holiday. And as always, keep your head up and your hits clean. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.